In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. But I had a guy reach out to me. He goes, how do you read the Bible every day? I, I struggle. And I said, here's what you do, bro. You go hard for 66 days, hard, and then you'll fix it. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we, we salute, salute you. you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This one is Equipping Men in 10, and I'm Jim Ramos, along with Dale Culver. How you doing, my man? Doing wonderful today. Doing, you know, we got a day of sun. It's rained a ton in Oregon, so it's yeah. been nice to have a little bit of sun. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Get some vitamin D. Mm. How are your uh, New Year's uh, resolutions going? Be honest. Mine going good. What are? Give me a couple that you made. A couple goals you made for the year. Well, the main thing is reading more consistently books, and uh, so, so you have a specific goal of twelve books this year, right? Yeah. Okay. How's and that going? That's going good thus okay. far. And then I'm also uh, reading my Bible every single day and do, going through the one-year Bible and uh, doing great in that as well. So, which actually that leads me into my man law. Oh, cool. All right. That is real men read their Bibles. And every year I read my Bible. Uh, I start off with the, the one-year Bible and usually things get a little crazy and I forget one day or put it off and then the next thing you know you're in a pit that you cannot dig out of. So how many times be honest have you finished the one year bible? That uh twice. Okay. Over the years. So this one it will be uh, uh this year it's going to happen. I hell come hell. How many failures water. do you have? Uh I have shoot. Well, we bought this back in 2012. 12. So you do the math on that one there, buddy. So you've More tried failures. it. You've tried every year. Yeah, I've okay, started so out every year doing really good. I'll get halfway through, or almost more than halfway through, and then you know whatever happens, and then I. That's interesting. And then what I'll do is I'll come back in on other days, and I'll finish it up, but I don't catch up. Okay. So I'll start where I where I am on that day, uh, but I the thing this last go around is like I my eyes have been open more to the truth. And it, it's come clearer or a different meaning or wherever you are in life, you know, things are a little different for you. But it's helped me really navigate through the tough times of life. And it's also helped me to see where our culture has gone so wackadoodle 
Um, and I, I read the scriptures, and I'm like, man, it's so mm-hmm. simple. Mm-hmm. This, why can't we do this? Well, it's really interesting. I, I've been posting on our forum and then on our Instagram account. Whenever I open it, I'm posting it just to encourage guys. And a lot of guys are really, really encouraged. One guy warned me, basically, be careful about being legalistic about the Bible or something like that. And I'm like, hold on, dude. You're saying that be careful about reading the Bible every day? And I just really pushed <laughs> real hard because, uh, you know— I. You bought me that one-year Bible in 12, and I've read it. I mark down every year I read it. This is yeah. the seventh year since 2012, and I the t- three years I didn't do it, I purposely didn't want to do it just because I need to take a break. So when I do it, I do it. But I think there's something to be said that, hey, sometimes we fail in goals, sometimes we don't. And right now we're sitting on one month. So it's January is probably over by the time the guys get this podcast. And so I want to talk to these guys about their goals after a month. What are the lessons that I've learned after chasing goals over the last 30 years? What are the lessons I want to tell them about one month? You know, J.C. Penney, the founder of the department store, said, give me a stock clerk with a goal, and I will give you a man who will make history. Give me a man without a goal, and I will give you a stock clerk. (laughs) So here are a couple things I've learned at one month. Because what I find, guys, is at one month, things start to drift. Staying, things start to fade. Now, in my one-year Bible, I'm three days ahead of my one-year Bible because I know mm-hmm. I'm going to miss days, and I don't want to get discouraged. Mm-hmm. And so trying to tell guys, if you can catch up on a day, catch up. Okay, so I know a couple things about goals. My goals are not even completely formed yet, and we're almost to the end of January. They are still forming. Now, early on in my life, I would form them in January 1. I mean, January 1, baby, come on now. And I don't do that anymore. I, I put them together lightly and I let them unpack in the month of January. So I really don't solidify my goals till February. So here's what I want to tell guys. Goals tend to slide back in January. So catch them before they backslide. So we need to really work on this. So realize that you're going to have a lot of shifting in the month of January. That is normal. Let it happen. At one month, goals must climb up the priority ladder, or they'll either fall into the depths of your daily planner. So so goals will either do that. They'll either rise the top or they're, they'll kind of slide back. So you need to catch goals that are sliding. If they're sliding in the wrong direction, you're deeply committed to them. You need to catch it. You need to catch it and adjust so that you can make that goal happen. I, I need to add also, Dale, I set all my goals one year in advance. So I set one-year goals, and then I build short-term goals in between that, right? So I know with a one-year Bible... 365 readings, so i got to break that into compartments, right? For me personally, I never let myself get more than a week behind. If I get more than a week behind, I know it's over. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Next thing I've learned about goals after one month is that goals must be linked to a core value in your life. For example, we just got back from our board weekend. We have three strategic areas of this ministry, building an army, equipping men to be their best version, and changing lives. So those so we build our strategic objectives or goals around those three strategic areas. We keep it simple on purpose because it can be bondage if we not if not. Now in my life I have five strategic areas based off my personal vision. So I'm going to read my personal vision. I don't think I've read this to the men before. Have I? I don't think so. Here's a personal vision for my life, guys. And if you uh, really enjoy this and it resonates with you, I can do a training, a couple podcast episodes on how to build a personal mission. It's really easy, and you'd be blown away with how well this works in your life. I wrote this in 1997, and it has been my compass ever since. So here's my personal 
vision statement. And this has changed a couple words here and there throughout the course of, uh, you know, what is that, 30 years now? Yeah. 20 years now? 20 years now. 23 years now? Anyway, to glorify God with my spiritual shape, and that's shape is spiritual gifts, heart, abilities, personality ex- experiences. So to glorify God with my spiritual shape, now here's the first value, letting him mold me through humility into his image. First value is God. Number two, second value, loving my family through honor. Third value, living every day to the fullest with courageous abandon. That's the value of an abundant life. Number four, fourth value, leading others with grace. That's leadership. And the fifth value is leaving a legacy through writing, speaking, and change lives. So that is the value of significance. So my five areas are God, family, living abundantly in this world, uh, being a leader, and leaving this planet with a legacy or significance. I build all of my goals in those areas around those five values. So make sure you're building your goals around a value. The next thing I've learned after one month of goal searching and goal achieving is this. Goals shift like the sand, so hold on until they become solid as a rock. In other words, it takes 66 days to form a habit, so a little over two months. So you've got to go for it. I had a guy reach out to me. He goes, how do you read the Bible every day? I I struggle. And I said, here's what you do, bro. You go hard for 66 days, hard and then you'll fix it. Like God has healed me of a lifelong pattern of eating at night, right? I've been healed of that. Well, how did I get healed of that? I incentivized myself for 66 days and and eventually it just went away after 54 years. So that's so That's legit. Go hard for 66 days, guys. Go hard for 66 days. John Maxwell said this, goals give you something concrete to focus on that has a positive impact on your actions. Go 66 hard. They are shifting like sand. So if you can go 66 days hard, you're going to be on a path. The fourth thing is this. Goals will be discovered as either a God list or uncovered as man lust. That is not a typo. When I set goals for the year, I don't set goals for me. I set goals that I think God is wanting me to accomplish. Uh, So I seek the Lord. God, what do you want me to do here? Sometimes these God list items I've realized are man lust items. They're things I want to pursue that have nothing to do with God or his kingdom. But me and my own selfish desire and selfish ambition has created this goal. And it becomes very clear as I seek God, either God doesn't put it on my heart or it fails miserably early and God helps me. And so that's what I'm after, guys. I'm after the God list. You know, Rudyard Kipling said this. If you don't get what you want, it is a sign either that you did not seriously want it or that you tried to bargain over the price. And I would add, or that it wasn't from God. Okay, guys? Guys, I want to give you some closing thoughts before we conclude this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. Goals in January will flail through the month, but the object is to finish by December. So it's okay to flail. Flailing is okay. Finishing but finishing is not an option. So let them flail and adjust, but finish in December. Goals may be a fad or a fact in your life, and that'll be determined after one month. You'll know after one month where that goal is heading. The next one is this. 
Find your goals in scheduling. In other words, make sure you write this stuff down, guys. It has to be written down. And then feel through your goals until you find them. I, like I said, January to me is a month where I just am feeling through things to see how the next 11 months are going to go. So once those solidify, they shouldn't be solid in January. They really should solidify in February. That way you have a little bit of pressure off you. And the next thing is this. Forgive yourself of certain goals because failure is expected. I don't achieve all my goals every year. You heard Dale said he did not achieve all his goals with the one-year Bible. It is okay to fail, guys. You have my permission to fail. You need to forgive yourself of certain goals and move on. And the last thing is this. You need to forsake some goals to find others. In order for you to achieve a better life and to become your best version, you're going to have to purposely neglect certain things in order for you to achieve your goal. And the last thing I want to share with you is this. Sometimes, guys, you have to fake it till you make it. You have to force it. I have a, a mode on my computer when it freezes up called force quit, and I have to force quit to get out of there. And sometimes with your goals, you have to force quit. You have to do a reset. You have to do something extreme to get it going on. And so, guys, I hope that helps you. At one month, I, we tend to forget the goals after January. You hear a lot of talk at the new year, but I want to help you and walk you through this thing over the course of a year. If you have any questions or comments, please let me know. We love your feedback. We want to hear your stories of victory because you are the hero in this ministry. So, Dale, what's going on, man? Drive us home. Yeah, guys, we want you to head on over to meninarena.org and get your free book. And also, we'd love for you to leave us a positive review. If you can't figure out how to do that on your podcast app, just go and email us at info at meninarena.org, and we would love to hear from you. Until next time, fill the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. And be a man. Equipping men in 10 from Men in the Arena. If you hunger to be your best version, join us with thousands of men from around the world in one of our Men in the Arena forums. Join the forums on either Facebook or on the website at meninthearena.org. While you're on our website, remember to pick up your free electronic version of Jim's bathroom book for men, The Field Guide. Thank you for listening to this episode of Equipping Men in 10 from Men in the Arena. Remember, when a man gets it, everyone wins. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men's from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.